little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon. Are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And today's special Spoilerama is during the COVID lockdown. And we have challenged each other to watch films because we can't go to the cinemas, obviously. So films we haven't seen yet. And um, you might, if you're an avid listener, (laughs) you might remember. Yeah, I'm sure there's one. Uh, You're probably going to remember that we did this before. It was my idea and yeah, I was the worst at it. (laughs) and even last week when we revived it you maintained that record exactly so today we're uh, we're going to talk about our challenges so i challenged mick to watch a film that has catherine o'hara in it o'hara is it o'hara or o'hara o'hara what did you o'hara did you think it was no o'hara no, well, you can say that. It's just how you pronounce it. O'Hara yeah. is how I would pronounce it. And so with most people that Irish. Most world. Irish people. Yes. Yeah. But What's even I name? think, well, I don't think she pronounces it that way. Bloody foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, uh, I, I don't ever remember hearing her say her name. Right. Anyway. So what did you watch? I watched a film called A Mighty Wind don't know it okay um, it's from the makers of Spinal Tap which I believe oh. you may have seen yes right in class <laughs> it is a sore subject between us because I regularly say have you seen Spinal Tap Marina yeah but this is it's basically the same thing ex- like the makers of when Christopher Guest um, or Rob Reiner directed that but they make films which are sort of mockumentaries so the best one for me is a film called Best in Show, which Catherine O'Hara is in as well. But I'd already seen that. So I found this on YouTube. Now it's YouTube where you pay for it. So it was full quality. It wasn't just downloaded. It was four euro or something to watch it. And I'd wanted to see it for a while. And it's a mockumentary about a folk reunion. So all these folk groups from the 60s all come together for this concert for some legendary producer who has died. And right. it's three groups and it has all the team from best in show and from all the other than spinal tap all the same people keep turning up eugene levy is in it oh and and he's in best in show as well and so is fred willard who's phil's father in modern family he's in all of them as well so i mean it's just they're the same and he's playing in this case, he's a manager of one of the bands with all these crackpot ideas of what they should do to promote themselves. Let's dress them all as babies. Everyone will love that. <laughs> There's 15 in the band and they're all middle-aged people. So it's about these three bands who get together 
um, for this concert in tribute to your man. And Catherine O'Hara is from one group called Mitch, Mickey and Mitch, and she's Mickey. And they had they were very popular in the sixties because they were seen as like the Sonny and Cher of folk, and um, Eugene Levy is the is Mitch. So they were a couple in the sixties, is what right. this thing is coming across, and they've since split up. They split. Then it has like it's a documentary. So there's interview all these people around, and there's one person, one of the producers says, "Yeah, on that last recording." She just had a fit and was throwing everything at him. Furniture, glasses, the mixing desk. And so they split up as a result. They haven't spoken in 30 years. And he went on to have two solo albums before he descended into an inner turmoil of his own. And they show the covers of the album. The first album is him wrapped up in a straitjacket. And the album's called Cry for Help. And the follow-up album is I Give Up. And it's him digging a grave with his own headstone at the end of the six of the covers. So whereas previously they'd all these lovely folky songs or something. Mm -hmm. And it's how will they be when they get back together and they reunite for this. And he's had a se severe drug problem in the meantime. So he speaks very slowly indeed and pronounces every syllable. And it gets it's very irritating at first and then it just gets very funny. Because it's just you imagine Eugene Levy, yeah, that, and so it's clear the two of them are still nudging a passion for each other. But she's married to this real estate developer and is big into business. So it wasn't as funny as I hoped. It, some of it was very funny, like little bits of it were hilarious, yeah. and it's just very pleasant to watch. I think the problem with it is like something like Spinal Tap and particularly Best in Show, if like he, he doesn't he's not cruel but it really slags the people involved whereas this he obviously really likes them they're all just nice people so everything goes along pleasantly yeah. but i highly recommend it like it's a lovely way to spend an hour and a half and i mean they keep it's as I said, all the characters are in there it's their characteristics one band is called the folksmen and unfortunately one of them has had a sex change in the meantime so he's a woman and he's also has the deep bass voice for the songs. <laughs> so it's things like that are thrown in. So I would recommend, but I would still, above all, Catherine O'Hara fans and Eugene Levy fans, like yourself, best in show. If you can find it, watch it. Great. Yeah. So my challenge to you was to watch a film with Jennifer Jason Lee, not the yes. star of Psycho, as you seem to think. Yeah. No, I thought I heard that. And then after this, I don't think he actually said that name. But anyway, <laughs> yes. And I chose, I was in between two films. I found none of them on the normal subscription services. I had to rent it on Apple TV, which is grand. Um, but I was in between two. And because I wanted, like, no, I, I know she's in a series in Netflix called a typical yeah think. i think i've, I've had that marked because i want yeah, to watch it she's in it i don't know but i think she's just a small part in it is she i don't think she's yeah, could be. yeah well that that's the thing like a lot of the films that there's a few films actually on netflix with her i think there's three or four but they looked scary so i was like no, i'm not really in the mood for like thrillers or anything like that okay so let's have a look i didn't realize there was films of hers there um yeah if you just put her name in the search bar 
whatever know, she's done will appear. Like, I mean, she's there in Inglourious Bastards. Yeah. Um, so I was in between two. I was in between the road, road to Perdition. Perdition? Is that how you say it? Okay, yeah. But I didn't know how much of her would be in it. So I chose... Fast times at Richmond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, first of all, you absolutely the worst choice in the world you could have picked was Rose Partition. Okay. She's in it for about a minute. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know how long she would be in it, even though it seemed interesting. I was like, no, I'm not going to risk it. I'm going to go for something that I know she's the main character in. I uh, know. I mean, she's barely in it for about one scene, and that's it. Okay. I haven't seen Fast Times with Richmond High. I'd love to. Like that's one of our first. Is Sean Penn in that as well, or something? Sean Penn. Um, Nicholas <laughs> Sean Cage. Penn. <laughs> Nicholas Cage has a small appearance. Right. Um, what's his name? Chiwetel Ejiofor. I I can't pronounce his name. Um. Isn't that the guy from? Um, oh, from Gladiator. Uh, I don't know. Wait one second. Let me see. Let me check. Edge of our edge of. Oh, no, no. Sorry. It's not him. No, sorry. Jesus. Why did I? Yeah. Cause oh, my God. Now I'm going to sound racist. Um, <laughs> What's his name? No, it's not him. It's the. Ah, give me one second. Forrest Whitaker. Why did I think <laughs> for a second it was your man? I mean. I think I read they his name the and then number it just... syllables in the name. <laughs> yeah, it could be. No, I think I read Chiwetel's name and probably thought, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the guy. I get, no, never mind. I'm not even sure if he's the guy from Gladiator now or if he's the guy from 12 Years a Slave. No, 12 Years a Slave. He's definitely that, that's, I thought it might be. I thought it was him and I said, no, it couldn't be because he's far too young to appear in Fast as Richard High. So they said, oh, it must be. And then that led me connection because the guy also played a slave. <laughs> we are total racists. I know, I know, it's terrible. Anyway, yeah. So Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker is in it. And was there someone else? There's a few other ones you'd kind of recognise that were really young at the time. Like, this is a 1982 film. Mm. So even I before wasn't my even time. born. And I wasn't even going to the cinema. Um, it wasn't before your time. You were born before, before my then. cinema going time. Oh, okay. <laughs> As I just said, if you've been listening. Carry on. Um. Yeah. So, like, it's literally about two girls, but she's the main one. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is the main one as Stacy, and it just follows them in high school. It's all about like love and sex, you yep. know, when you're teenagers and all this kind of stuff, and going to the point, which is where you'd say that because you know you'd get some kind of sexual something with the person you're going with so either you'd have sex or you'd do and other they're calling stuff. that the point yeah the point is where they go um and then like she falls in love with three different men um in the film one of them is 26 and she's 15 oh my God. <laughs> she she works in the oh she lied about her age she said she was 19 to him <laughs> I think she would have been 19 in reality in Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. But she's a, a waitress at this bar in the shopping centre with her best friend. And all they talk about is, like, sex and boys and whatever. And Sean Penn is this stoned surfer. <laughs> oh, random, you love this. 
no, no, I didn't because it's just random. And you're kind of thinking, what is his use? Now, I know at the time they were probably trying to follow the whole groups in high school. Like, oh, you know, there's always the punk group or there's always the nerd group and the populars or whatever. And he just happened to be like the surfer dudes. He was always stoned. And he'd come into the classroom and order pizza to the classroom. And things like that. Like the, He's like a funny person in it. But there's no reason for him to be one of the focuses of the film. Even though he's in it throughout. Like scenes stop. It's like a break basically from seeing Jennifer. So like oh now we're moving on to... Sean oh, Penn's yeah. story. Right, yeah. And then back to her. So it's just like an extra little, I don't know. It's very strange, but it's funny. It's really light. It's like an hour and a half and it's really light and it's literally about teenagers in high school. The typical stuff, typical story. And she, to be honest, she actually, um, are you going to watch this film someday? Oh God, yeah. I would, like I love Jennifer Jason Lee. So I would love to see that. I know of it, but I've never been able to find it. You found it on Apple. Apple TV, yeah. So it's not readily available. No. But she... um, No, no, not not she. The film actually surprised me because 1982, right, America, um, they touch on the subject of abortion. Mm -hmm. And I got shocked because in the film they made it seem like it was normal like the girls would go bowling that's what they called because the clinic was in front of a bowling alley right and they'd go in and then it just showed the nurses saying okay you can go home now kind of like is it so normal between the teenagers to get pregnant and then go and get this done and i was like imagine people watching this film like it's all about sex and but it, it seems very normal but all of, like something you'd see nowadays, but like, then they touch on the subject of abortion. You're kind of like, oh, okay. A light-hearted Didn't, way. Yeah, but like in a way that you're, it makes it seem normal, like it's okay. Yeah. Which back then I don't think. Oh no, would like it it's, been, it's, it's, you see, America would have been a lot more liberal then than it is now. Really. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it was only mm. basically the whole reactionary way it is now only came into being with Reagan. Bear in mind, like the whole legalization of abortion was that in the 60s or 70s or something like it. It hadn't been that long, but Mm. at the same time, it was being very, not encouraged or embraced, but accepted. So, yeah, it would certainly there would have been a lot of that. And particularly in the 80s, 80s was very liberal at the start. Yeah, I would say so. I wouldn't be too surprised. I would be surprised to see it now. In order right. film now, without some controversy over it, like it would be in the film, there would be, was there any anti-abortion protesters outside the clinic or anything like that? You see, you'll always get that now, yeah, in American films. So yeah, and that, well, and just to highlight them, yeah, it, it, I just, I was a bit kind of shocked because I would have thought that back then it would have been a huge thing, but anyway, yeah. So they they kind of touch on that, and then, like, the film doesn't really have a conclusion basically it's just like a few months in one of the characters life which is jennifer Jason Lee. so it's nice it's light-hearted but it's not like masterpiece 
kind of film. Okay. Well, I mean, for all of them, they're just starting out. Yeah. And particularly when you're saying Sean Penn is playing a spaced out surfer dude. Don't think he ever played anything like that again. (laughs) That's not the Sean Penn you're used to. Like every time, every time he would get out of his van to school, you'd see a smoke. Like you couldn't see the van inside because it was all smoke. So they'd open the the van and he'd like stumble out and there'd be like loads of smoke following him and he'd go gnarly dude <laughs> oh I want to see it more and more but I think that's what's funny seeing a lot of these 80s films is seeing how all these big stars now were unknowns mm. then yeah like particularly someone like Nicolas Cage Nicolas Cage didn't come to prominence for another few years yeah um, he's like a very very small part yeah well that's which just shows the point like he's probably just starting his career yeah and jennifer jason lee was one of the new because there's always a batch of gorgeous stars. she was oh, yes stunning I won't argue yeah. with you there was she good acting yes very good um yeah and just the whole thing with boys like how girls oh boys are just stupid because the <laughs> oh, girls well, want no, because the girls want the sex, but they'd be there and they'd be like kind of trying to get the boys to, you know, make a move, make a move. And they'd be idiots. And they'd be like, oh, oh I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> and they close themselves in the bathroom. And you're like, no, you could have done that for real. <laughs> <laughs> she was there giving herself away. It gets harder later. Give her what she wants. Oh, Sorry. God, I really wish I had seen it in the 80s. That whole decade might have been completely different for me as well. And the way they talk, the girls talk between them like, oh, because one of the her best friend apparently has a boyfriend, which we don't see at all. But she talks as if she's very experienced. I think it's Sarah, the name of the character. And she just goes, oh, Sarah, how long, say Doug, um, how long do you guys have sex for? Oh, you know... 30 to 40 minutes <laughs> which they say just to like make it seem like oh it's a long time she's like oh I see and then your woman Sarah would ask Jennifer uh, and what about you and the other guy how was it that night and she's like oh it was a good 15-20 minutes when it was like a minute <laughs> <laughs> because of like teenage boys and she was like yeah teenage boys are generally like very quick <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well it's the opposite thing of the girls are boasting about how long their boys can last yeah <laughs> oh so it's really really it's funny it's funny but it's also very like simple right and but, easy but is to it, watch is it dated like are you very aware it's the 80s or would it be just yeah. as like in, yeah in terms of the characters and the people like would you say those are people that exist today no no, because there's so much more politics in high school now. Like it's back then, like you said, they were very liberal then because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, wow, geez, they're not even slut shaming these girls or anything. Like they're out to get the guys and have sex or whatever. Very normal. Like she's 15 and the guys as well. And even towards the whole pregnancy thing. The guys would be just like, oh, cool, I'll give you money to help out with the abortion kind of thing. Which now, people would be shocked you're fucking proud. Like, you know, that kind of, but when here they portray it as like a, it's, yeah, it's just something we have to sort out, but not like, oh my God. It's just a nuisance. 
yeah rather than problem pregnancy it's a nuisance pregnancy yeah i mean i remember that book i lent you um prozac nation elizabeth wurzel she and she's from the age like the same age as me and she writes at one point she'd taken an over, one of her many overdoses and she was in hospital and she was being cleared out and she had a miscarriage she didn't even know she was pregnant and the doctor looking after her commented to one of the nurses, well, at least she doesn't have to go and get an abortion now. And she says in her own mind, because that's exactly what she would have done. But she said, yeah. that's the way things are now. We just yeah. basically um, automatically get an abortion as soon as we're pregnant. Yeah. And she wasn't commenting on it either positively or negatively. Well, mainly negatively. Just like I mean, an, an observation. It, it is like it's a traumatic experience to go through. Yeah. It's not simple. So, I mean, but that's obviously it's completely different now because mm. the whole Bible belt has really asserted itself. And that is just a recent thing. America was far more liberal way back then. Yeah. So it's a nostalgia piece. Yes. So, yeah, I'd recommend it anyway. Okay. I will definitely look out for it. Grand. Okay. What's that? We can wrap it up now. Oh, can we? Yeah. So you're hosting. No, I'm just letting you know because I'm not there. That with that's you what I should do. If you want to. Well, we had said beforehand, if we were running short, that we would talk longer about what we've been watching in the past week. No, I've just done okay. that, so we don't care. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for listening. We'll, we'll update you guys next week or the week after or whatever of what we've been watching. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Oh my God! Talk, you're supposed to, you're, we're trying to drum up enthusiasm in our listeners. Yeah, we'll see. You don't even say when. Just the week, the well, week after. I've been watching. I've been watching Bro- Brooklyn Ni- Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've started watching, and yeah, Homeland. I'm on season three now. It's starting to annoy me a little bit. I think um, it's season three. The characters. Um. What's happening in season three? Because I don't give anything away by saying who's in it and who's not. Is anyone not in it anymore? No, no. Season two ends with the big explosion, doesn't it? No. Season one? <laughs> no, I think. Yeah. Season two ends with. I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, it I'm just thinking. I was the, thinking of not ruining it for biggest... you, and then I'm forgetting I'm ruining it for anyone else out there listening. So it ends with the biggest thing possible happening. Season two. Okay. Yeah. Although we'll say it to each other after we finish the podcast. Well, I think I'm, I think I got to season four and haven't been watching it in a while because of, I, that's why when you said it's annoying you, season one of the seasons it got to annoy me a bit. And I stopped watching, meaning to go back mm. and haven't. I will go back to it. I'm watching Ozark. Great. Oh, I wish I could watch it again. I'm just happy that now, like, I'm watching all these series and I'm finishing them exactly at a good time because now next week we're going to have Shit's Creek, which is great. And then I'll have other series to watch as slowly. They're going to be put, put in, I think, the last season of How to Get Away with Murder is going to be. Is it the last one? I think so, oh, yeah. Oh, thank God. I because might watch I think, it then. Like, I, I follow Viola Davis on um, Instagram, and she says, oh, guys, the penultimum, I don't know how you say it, the one before last penultimate. episode is showing today. 
at this time, whatever. But it so might she be kind of, of the season rather than of the whole series. No, no, they finished. They finished because I remember them. Uh, there's a picture of all of them hugging each other at the rap party. Okay. Did anyone kill someone else? I think those, so those because parties I didn't are fairly see, dangerous. I didn't see one of the people in it. Well, this, this is how they ended up. They kill everyone. Yeah. They just have this well, big even, even, dies. even one of the the photos that Viola posted. I don't know if that was a spoiler. I think people did get annoyed because she said, "Today is this person's last day on set." <laughs> Um. Either you're not. Are either you're filming these episodes in a n- not like linear order, so that means this doesn't matter, or you are and you've just spoiled <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> Although it's pretty predictable, let's be honest. Okay, but don't tell me who it was. Right. About, <laughs> I, I was gonna say, pretty much all it's of them I wanted to be. <laughs> no, they killed Wes again. He comes back and then they kill him again. Oh, well, that's the proper order. <laughs> I don't blame them. Right. Okay. Well, um, we hope you guys have enjoyed this makeshift podcast. Um, we look forward to talking again next week. It won't be that. Don't promise them a weekly one. Um, next time. Talking again next time. Really I smile really as if people how, are yeah, seeing me. Smiling, the sweet little smile. <laughs> okay, right. Um, so see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Marina Gorski. You nearly forgot that bit. I've been Mick Jordan. No, I didn't. <laughs> how dare you? Sorry. I really wish we could. We've, we'll be. Through. <laughs>